Hey there, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation. Join us today. We will be going over pressing topics such as podcasters, Kurt Cobain, solving the homeless crisis, and much, much, much more for the whole entire family. This is Dangerous Misinformation. Thank you for tuning in. Doke. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to Dangerous Misinformation, the number one source in the whole entire world and on the World Wide Web for Dangerous Misinformation. I'm your host. My name is Rodney Smith. That is the name that was given to me at birth, but uh, I could identify something else, but I'm not going to do that. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, please be sure to leave a rating. Please be sure to leave a review. Go check out my book, The Petty Principles, Volume 1 on Amazon. And uh, I know volume two is taking a little bit and I've been talking about it for a minute, but uh, it's coming. It's, you know, it's, it's the, the sophomore album, dude. The sophomore album is just, there's more pressure, you know, the first one, actually the whole intro in the second book is talking about how the first one was just supposed to be a big joke and it did way better than I was expecting it to. And people actually bought it. Uh, you know, it's not like I got rich off it by any means, but um, I didn't think anybody was ever going to read it, but it is what it is, dude. Uh, build and thou shall come, I guess. So if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Greeting you with open pasty Deutsch arms. This is the only podcast in the world where we love everybody. We make fun of everything. Everybody's welcome. And we're just going to have a big old jolly time. Okay. Appreciate you tuning in. Let's dive into it. I feel like I keep having to up my game, and when I say up my game, it's not just trying to write better material or do better production quality or, you know, yeah, just have better jokes and stuff like that. I have to swerve the rules of the tech companies, and that is the hardest part about my job right now, is that I have to find ways to get around the bullshit barriers that they put in place because you can't have any fun on the goddamn internet anymore. It's kind of like this, okay? Well, so here's a little background. Every time, I've talked about this before, and I don't like complaining about it, okay? I like just recognizing a problem, finding a solution, and plowing forward. But it doesn't matter what I... Well, no, that's... I know I'm a little rough around the edges, but I should be allowed to be a little rough around the edges. That's my whole argument. Like, I know I'm fucked up, but I should be allowed to be fucked up, right? Be more tolerant. Tolerate me. So I, I, every time I put a video that gets a little traction, every time I put up a video that gets more than like 10,000 plays, it gets nuked and they typically don't give me a reason. So that's why I think I'm on the FBI watch list or something like that. They're just like, nope, we can't let this guy blow up. We know it's bound to happen, but we can't do it. We got to try to hold him back, but we can't make it obvious. Uh, so if you want to fight the lizard people, tell somebody about the podcast and be sure to leave a rating because that is how you fight the machines. That's how you fight the lizards uh, by spreading this dangerous misinformation. But um, yeah, I just don't, I don't understand. I look at it like this. Remember back in the 70s and 80s? Well, not remember. Well, I don't know. Maybe you are that old. I wasn't around. I was born in 89. But uh, you would see, well, even in the 90s growing up, I mean, shit was just way more lax. I remember my dad, he had a forerunner. And my sister and I would just ride in the back where there was no seats. And we would just like play monkey bars on the roll cage bar, you know, and we'd like go to the store with my dad to buy beer. And he was probably shit faced at the time. And it just was that's just how the world was, you know, and um, a lot of people got hurt. So the idiots, there wouldn't be rules in place to prevent the idiots from getting hurt. 
So then the idiots would get hurt back in the 70s and 80s and 90s, I guess. And that put in place a bunch of guardrails, right? And then what happened? Then the internet came around and the internet was just a wild, wild west where you could do whatever the fuck you wanted, right? The good old days. And then all the idiots started getting their feelings hurt the same way the idiots were getting physically hurt in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and probably way before that, too. Yeah, obviously, because there's nothing protecting them. Um, excuse me. And now we have all these guardrails on the internet, and you can't say certain things. Like, the, I got a video nuke that had like 180,000 plays, and all I talked about is how I think that they should bring back lockdowns. God, my cat's mad again. So they should bring back lockdowns. Because it keeps all the they, thems inside. One second, I'm going to let the kitty. One, two, one, two. All right, you're stuck in here now, kitty. I did jump off for a second and go let my fucking cat in at the door because she is, she is a, uh, they call it like a, a tortoise something. She's this like black and black and orange type cat. And they say they call it tortitude. And she literally has, I mean, she's actually a human. I feel like I can telepathically communicate with her. Uh, but she just doesn't listen very well. Uh, I remember, so when my ex and I were together, she had a cat named Toulouse, and he was just a bad... <laughs> he was just a bad boy. And uh, I left this cat to death. And uh, I would call him... So his name's Toulouse, and I'll call him Toulousefer, because he was just such a bad cat. And he could not stay inside. There was just no way of keeping this kitty inside. Some cats just have to be outside. Some some species just need to roam. And he was one of those boys. He had to be outside and he had to roam and go get his fucking scratching and murdering on. I remember we were walking the property before we were moving in. And there was a bunch of, uh, they took pride in how it was in this, like, not a marshland, but this woodsy area, I guess, this complex with this townhome. <laughs> <laughs> and there are all these squirrels and shit running around. And like I said, yeah, there's a lot of wildlife running around. And then I remember my ex looked at me. She's like, not for long. Because we knew the cat was just going to come in there and just murder everything, which he did. One time I saw him snag a bird out of the sky, dude. He snagged. I was letting him inside. And then a bird came by the front door, just like this little cute bird. And he jumped like five feet in the air and pulled the bird out of the sky. He was a wild boy. But um, we had this neighbor... We had this neighbor who was missing a leg. She had an amputated leg. And she had this little just like chihuahua, you know, one of those little yappy ass dogs, one of those little <laughs> little things that are no bigger than a fucking coffee mug with legs on them, you know, just. <laughs> and so our cat, she would open her door to let her dog out. And then our cat would just <laughs> attack this piece of shit little dog. <laughs> and then he would, he would run in her house and scratch her couch and, and, and attack her prosthetic leg. And so then one day, and so one day, she just came knocking on the door, fucking heated, and she's like, "Is this your cat?" I'm like, "Yes, this is this is this is our little Telucifer." <laughs> and uh, she's like, well, he comes in my house and he attacks my leg. <laughs> and we look down, she's got a prosthetic leg. She's like, yeah, he, he scratches my furniture and tries to kill my dog. We're like, well, I don't know what to tell you, bitch. Keep your fucking door closed. And then there was this other lady, this Russian chick, this younger kind of hot Russian lady came and knocked on my door one day and I went and 
answered the door in sweatpants. She's like, hello, is this your cat? Is the gray cat yours? And we're like, yeah, yeah, the gray cat's ours. It's mine. She's like, he likes to come. My son lets him in my house and he misbehaves. He jumps on the counter and eats food and scratches the couch. And I just kind of looked at her like, wait, but you let him inside? And she said, uh, yeah, my, my son really likes him and lets him inside, but then he misbehaves. And so I was like, lady, how about you tell your kid not to let my fucking cat in your house and you won't have a problem because I don't know what you expect me to do. I don't know if you expect me to sit this cat down and have a reasonable conversation with Telucifer and tell him, hey, bro, when you go into this Russian lady's house when her son lets you in, bro, don't be jumping on counters and eating all the food and scratching up her Russian couch that probably has plastic on it. Don't be doing that. Don't be going over to Leggy's house and scratching her prosthetic and fucking doing God knows what, uh, <laughs> trying to murder her dog. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm wondering with this outfit, every time I get ready for this podcast now, because uh, it's honestly the most entertaining thing in the world for me is when people rip on me on the internet. Like this one guy, what did he say earlier? I was fucking dying. What did he say I look like? Um, one second. He said, you look like an inbred peasant that would be cast as extra in a medieval period piece and bought your followers because nobody is listening to this talk shit. And um, yeah, that's awesome. And then somebody else, somebody else told me the other day, uh, the reason I bring this up, they're like, oh, they just give anybody a podcast now, huh? They just give anybody a podcast. And it's always these weird, like, super liberal people with pronouns in their bio and shit like that. And let me break it to you. I hate to break it to you, but here's the harsh reality. Nobody just gives you a podcast, okay? Nobody just shows up and says, oh, bro, here's a podcast. You actually have to all work and build it and do it yourself and come up with an idea. You Basically, nobody just hands it to you. And so a lot of you, they, them, he, she, her, hers, burrs, burrs, whatever, whatever the frick it is you call yourselves, Nobody's just going to hand you a podcast. So I don't know when you're talking about they, okay? So when they're going around handing out podcasts, nobody's just handing out podcasts. All of this I had to build with my own pasty two thumbs and fingers. So, uh, you know, y'all can just, I guess it maybe maybe for an attractive girl. Maybe for an attractive girl, somebody will come around and say, hey, bitch, um, I got a camera and you're funny, so you should do a podcast because um, you play life on easy mode. But yeah, shout out. Chicks play life on easy mode until they hit a certain age, you know, and then it's, but I think it's the same thing for guys. We always, I mean, if guys, if, you, if you're just a giant fucking loser when you're 40, your life sucks too. So if you're just a raggedy ass bitch that didn't lock a guy down by the time you're 40, your life sucks too. So, you know, um, speaking of life sucking, okay? So it is the 30th anniversary of In Utero, which is the second sophomore Nirvana album. or Not technically the sophomore album, but the, the second major label album, In Utero. My personal favorite Nirvana album. But um, a lot of people, so I get like at least once or twice a year, I go ever since, since I've been fucking 15, at least once a year, 
I go into a uh, Nirvana rabbit hole, right? And uh, so with the album coming out, I wanted to listen to the new mixes and all that shit. And, um, and so I went back down the YouTube rabbit hole, okay? Even though I've probably already seen everything. But I don't know. You always still learn just a little bit. So as far as Kurt Cobain goes, I feel like a lot of people like to speak for Kurt Cobain like they knew him. They have this idea of the guy, which is a certain thing, which we all do kind of this dark persona. But here's what I think, all right? Everybody says, oh, Kurt Cobain would be rolling in his grave. When I listen to old Kurt Cobain interviews, and I love Kurt Cobain, he's my favorite musician ever, but he kind of just sounds like a child that didn't want to eat his peas, which some of us, we all were that like for a long time in our lives, right? I think if Kurt was around nowadays, he would be really into TikTok. I think he would be a judge on The Voice. And, um, you know, I think he'd be collaborating with like hologram Michael Jackson and doing God knows what and um, doing EDM covers of Nirvana songs. I think he would have really broke through that whole like, oh, I hate everything, oh, crunch rock, oh, meet me out of me. I think he would have broken out of that and... Um, you know, maybe he would have even <laughs> maybe he would have even joined the WWF or something like that. You know, but I think it's very ignorant. I think it's very ignorant for people to speak on on Big Kurt, dude. He'd probably be doing Gucci ads. He'd probably be doing Gucci ads right now. Kurt Cobain would be doing Gucci ads right now if he were alive. He'd be an old swagged out man with a bunch of money and realize, oh yeah, I remember back when I was a grunt. He'd probably be embarrassed of being this fucking grunge rocker. He'd probably have fucking leopards and a huge-ass mansion, which he already did. He had a huge-ass mansion, and I don't know. Um, whatever, dude. I should probably just shut the fuck up, speaking on a dead man. You know what I think we should have? I think we should have a national shut-the-fuck-up day. There should be a day where we all just take a vow where we shut the fuck up and we don't talk about dumb shit. We don't say our opinions. We just let the world roll. We don't chime in, say anything ignorant or anything opinionated. Like we just don't voice our opinions for a whole day. And I would like to see what the repercussion would be or just the effect on the world because I believe it'd be a positive one. If we all just shut the fuck up for 24 hours, kind of how they do like gas strikes and shit like that, I think the world would instantly overnight become a better place. And I take full credit for that idea. Um, <laughs> anyways alright let's wind things down here one last thought I want to leave y'all with one last thought on this beautiful Monday I want to leave y'all with is that um, the homeless crisis and I keep weighing in on the homeless crisis but I think I finally came up with you know I already said we could go start a war with the homeless people and that way Biden would give them money but I have a more civil solution. And that is we gather a bunch of homeless people, we put them on buses and we go down to Mexico. Okay. And then once we get to Mexico, we unload all the crackheads and then we just march them north. We send them on foot over the border. So the border patrol brings them in and then they grab all these like homeless veterans and shit like that. Like, oh, well, you're migrants now. So now we're going to give you money, cell phone, place to stay and, you know, act like whatever it is. And that's how we solve the homeless crisis. So it's either we take them to go start a war so Biden will give them a bunch of money and, uh, yeah, fund everything that they need, like if they need some bombs or something, or we sneak them across the border so they get the same treatment as uh, migrants. 
I know, dude. I know. I know I'm a genius. You guys don't have to tell me because I want to stay humble. Stay humble. Don't let the positive things make your head big and don't let the negative things bring you down. This has been Dangerous Misinformation. It is Monday. You made it through the day or you're about to make it through the day. Whenever you're listening to this, I appreciate you letting me spend the day with you. Uh, Very special times. We will look back on these times fondly together. Uh, Please tell somebody else to join us. Let's grow this family. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Dangerous Misinformation. I'm your host, Rodney Smith. Love you very much and fuck all of y'all. Peace.